بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم الحمد للہ رب العالمین وصلت وسلم علی اشرف الانبیاء والمرسلین محمد الرسول اللہ صلی اللہ علیہ وآلہ وصحبہ وسلم تسلیم کثیر کثیر فرما بادو دیر از اے کوالٹی اسٹینڈرڈ وچ از یوزڈ ان ایرو انجنس مینوفیکچر ان ویری ہائی ٹیک مینوفیکچر وچ از کال سکس سگما سکس سگما دا نمبر سکس اینڈ دی Uh, the character sigma. Six sigma is a, is a quality standard which was first uh, created, invented, whatever you want to call it, by a man called Michael Harry. Uh, he writes his name M-I-K-E-L. I'm saying this because in case you want to look it up. Uh, Michael Harry in Motorola. And um, the, the reason why it's important is because he made a very, very interesting statement. Michael Harry said, If you want to see what somebody values, see what they measure. Hmm? He said, if you want to see what somebody values, see what they measure. Now, I'm sure we've all heard this term, time is money, right? You must have heard time is money. But if you really think of the way we use time and we use money, you see where the value is. If I lose $10, I feel the pain of that, even though I can afford to lose $10. But I lose 10 minutes, no problem. It's okay. Sometime. We even make a joke. Uh, we say this is Muslim time, Arab time, whatever time. Which is nonsense because time is time. There's no Muslim time and non-Muslim time. But we have got so used to wasting time that we also, now it, it's almost a norm. If it's a, especially with our people, may Allah forgive us, no matter where, if it's a Muslim function, a Muslim event, it will be late. We, even, we have even legitimized it to the extent of saying, we'll call people at 9, but we know they will come at 9.30. I mean, makes zero sense to me. My point is, if I call you at 9, you come at 9. Or you tell me, I cannot come at 9, call me at 9.30. But if I am myself saying, no, I will call you at 9, but I know you will come at 9.30. That is, you are legitimizing something which is wrong in the first place, right? So... We don't value time. We just say time is money. But we, do not, we don't value time. We value money even though money is a renewable asset. If I lose money, I can make money. But if I lose time, I can't make time. Nobody can manufacture time. We can manufacture as much money as we want. But the time is, is a non-renewable asset. Once it's gone, it's gone. Despite that, we, we do not value time, but we value money. So if you want to see what people value, see what they measure. I'll give you another example. Everyone and his wife, we all complain about what? We say the society is so bad, there is so much evil, there is so much shamelessness, there is this, is this. Simple question. What do you pay a teacher, a school teacher? What do you pay a madrasa teacher? And what do you pay a pop star? Eh? The one month salary of a pop star will keep an imam in... With his salary for, the whole, for, for his whole life. Huh? <laughs> so now you are paying people who are teaching or supposed to teach something of usefulness and value and morality and honesty and integrity, a certain amount. You are paying some people who are completely corrupting society a million times more than you complain about society being corrupted. Does it make sense? Of course it will be corrupted. If, if you, you get what you pay for. So if we are going to pay more, you get, you get what you pay for. I mean, what's the complaint? 
we are paying for society to be corrupted it's getting corrupted good news you know wonderful now you are successful so what's the complaint so michael hardy said if you want to see what people value see what they measure see what they focus on in that context see what they pay for so now for example if you are teaching quran or you are learn, learning quran focus on think about what do you focus on if i'm learning if i'm doing hifz for example or may not be behave may i'm just learning tajweed i'm learning to recite quran okay so naturally the ustad will also focus on my recitation nothing wrong with that because i'm learning i came to learn that and if he is focusing on recitation so he should focus on recitation but but i am reciting law anzalna hadha alqur'ana ala jabalil la ra'aytahu khashiyan mutasaddiyan min qashatillah wa tilka al-amthal nadribuha lin-nasi la'allahum yatafakkarun Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said if this Quran had been sent on a mountain the mountain would have humbled itself and crumbled to dust Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives these examples for people human beings so that they may think now say i am reciting this and my ustad is listening to me i made maybe i make some mistake in the makhraj or something he will correct me good alhamdulillah but does the ustad or does do i stop for a second and say you just recited law anzalna hadha alquran ala jabal what happened to your heart as you were reciting this did anything happen or are these only words allah is saying wa tilka al-amsal nadribuha limadha lin-nasi for what la'allahum yatafakkaru so that they may think so that they may reflect do you ever have this i went to madrasa i learned from asadiza no ustad of i ever, ever asked me this question nobody what is happening to you in your heart as you are reciting the kalam of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is there any effect i am not saying pronunciation is not important i am not saying tajweed is not of course not and nobody will say that i am not crazy but my point is what is the purpose the maqsad of the nuzul of the quran is it so that we can recite it in a beautiful voice then it means that there is no difference between the quran and any other you know nasheed or something recite it nicely sounds good what is the maqsad the maqsad is to change our hearts the maqsad is to change our lives and this is what happened we know from the sahaba ridwanullah alayhi wa mayn when they heard rasulullah sallam reciting when they heard each other reciting it changed lives it changed hearts but how because they focused on the purpose of it now what is my dalil for saying this why should it happen because allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said so Allah said innama al-mu'minuna alladhina idha dhukira Allah wajilat qulubuhum wa idha tuliyat alayhim ayatihi zadatum imana 
وہ اعلیٰ رب بہیم یا توکلوم دا ریزلٹ آف دیز ٹو تھنگس اللہ سے ویریلی اینڈ ٹرولی دا مومنین آر بلیورز آر دوز ہو وین اللہ سبحان از مینشن سم تھنگ ہیپنس ٹو دا ہارٹ نہ امیجن دا سیم کلاس اینڈ دا سیم استاد سٹنگ اینڈ دا سیم اسٹوڈنٹ ہی از ریسائٹنگ دس آیت آف صورت الفال وجلت خلوب ہوم ڈز دا استاد اسٹاپ ہی مین سے اوکے یو جسٹ سیٹ وجلت خلوب از یور از اٹ ہیپننگ ٹو یور ہارٹ از یور ہارٹ سم تھنگ موونگ دیر سم خشیت آف اللہ از اینی تھنگ ڈو فیل اینی تھنگ یو شوڈ آسٹ نو اللہ از سینگ دا پرسن شوڈ اف نی ناٹ بی این اس آئی آئی ایم ریڈنگ دا کور آئی مائی سیلف آئی شوڈ اسٹاپ اینڈ آسک اللہ سبحان تعالیٰ سینگ وین اللہ از مینشن سم تھنگ ہیپنس ٹو دا ہارٹ So is it anything happening to my heart? If nothing is happening to my heart, then this reading, this is for what? This is all words. No. Allah is saying, when they listen to the ayat of the Quran, وَإِذَا تُلِيَ تَلَيْهِمْ آيَاتُهُ زَادَتُمْ إِمَانِ When the ayat of the Quran are recited before them, their iman increases. Does it happen? If it happens, Alhamdulillah, if it is not happening, what are we doing? What you focus on, you get. I want to end with a funny story. Not funny meaning funny, funny as in laughing, but it's a true story. In the 80s, late 70s, 80s, India and USSR, there was no Russia, there was USSR. I don't know how many of you remember USSR. Huh? Union of Socialist uh, of Union of Soviet Socialist Republics, USSR. That was a huge empire. So, India and USSR had very close relationships. Politically, we were very close to each other. We were, India was far away from America, but it was in the USSR sphere of influence. And one result of that was that India bought a whole lot of equipment, including a lot of, of course, but they bought weapons and so on. They also bought a lot of agricultural equipment from USSR. So instead of buying massive Ferguson tractors or John Deere tractors, we bought Russian tractors. We said Russian, but it was USSR. The problem with those tractors was that they were enormously heavy, very, very heavy machinery. Right? Now, why is that a problem? Because Mostly those tractors were used for tilling in rice fields. In rice fields, there is a lot of water. So the soil is wet. That tractor would sink and get stuck. So then you have to, now you have to get bullocks and tie ropes and so on and pull the tractor out using bullocks. It was a ridiculous thing. So somebody said, why do the Russians make these huge, heavy, heavy, massive tractors? I mean... Americans are making John Deere tractors, they're making massive focus on tractors, they, they do the same work, they're light tractors, they work nicely. This is a huge, massive machine, which is very heavy, gets stuck. You know what, you know what the answer was, very surprising answer. The answer was what they measured. They, Russian manufacturers measured the tonnage produced, not number of machinery. So if you are saying tonnage produced, now if I, if I am the factory manager, Instead of producing 100 tractors, totaling to a tonnage of 10,000, you know, say, say 10,000 tons. If I, instead of ha- having that over 100 tractors, I can produce 50 tractors with the same tonnage. 
So amount of time I have to spend is less because I am manufacturing only 50. Ton is the same, so nobody catches me, catches me on that. But now those 50 tractors are hugely heavy and they are useless. They can't function. That is how much difference focus makes. You look at, you, you measure something, that's what you get. You focus, you focus on something, that is what you get. So the question I ask myself is, we finished the whole Ramadan, Alhamdulillah, and we prayed and we did this and this and this. What is my focus? What was I looking for? And what am I, what am I continuing to look for? Because at the end of Ramadan, we must see how can we consolidate the gains of Ramadan, not lose them. Ramadan is over, Islam is over, no. <clears throat> we gained, Ramadan was a booster shot. So now I need to have a life which is more connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So what, what should I measure? What must I measure? Because what I measure is what I'm going to get. Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to enable us to get the focus to measure the right things. And inshallah, maybe tomorrow we shall talk something more about this, but measure the right things because only then we will get the right results. Otherwise, we will spend a lot of time and energy activity doing this, doing this, doing this. But at the end of that, result is what? Nothing. Because there is no focus in the activity. It's just activity. That's no good. So we let us make dua. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us the focus inshallah. To get the maximum results. And that Allah is pleased with us, inshallah. Wa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.